The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. My phone just started. Um, I don't know. My phone was loud. Um, all right. What are we drinking tonight? Um, I'm going to be drinking Boochcraft after that. All right. John Schaefer with you on the wrap-up show. Make your way in. Um, this is the ranting edition of the wrap-up show. I'm basically going to let you rant. I don't know if I'm going to go on any ridiculously um, long rant-filled diatribes here tonight, but if you want to rant, get the supers in. All supers tonight need to be rants, all right? If you're if you're going to get a super chat in tonight, make sure you have a rant in there. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of your supers, your rant super chats here tonight. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Subscribe if you're a Padres fan. Smash the like button for me. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you want to become a member and get custom emojis and badges, click the join button. Down below as well. Padres lose tonight a third straight loss. They've lost four of five. They can't hit. They can't pitch. And they've fallen under 500 at seven and eight overall. They lose tonight to the Brewers down at Petco on City Connect Friday, 11 to two. So, yeah, I'll start things off by saying I'm going to drink a little bit tonight. Boochcraft, what is this? Um, I feel like tonight after watching all of that, I probably need more than one of these, but I'm going to start by drinking one. So cheers to anyone that's drinking tonight. Be safe. Um, where do you even start after that? A couple of things. A couple of things before we go crazy. Although I'm, I'm all for people overreacting tonight. If you want to overreact, if you want to rant, if you want to go off the deep end, feel free to. I mean, that's why we're fans. That's why we do this day in and day out. There's going to be better nights than tonight. Everyone knows that. Um, with that being said, this was you know a complete failure on a zillion levels. This will happen in the course of a season. Every team will lose a game 11-2. Every single one of them. Padres will beat someone this year 11-2, obviously. Um, but this thing was over from the second it started. Completely over from the second it started. Um, Michael Waka, who had pitched well in a couple of outings, was awful tonight. All the extra base hits in the first inning. He gets you to the fifth inning, whatever. Who cares? You know that, That's not really a win. Um, and then Chris Matt got hit incredibly hard. Tapia and then what Brandon Dixon worked the final inning for the Padres here tonight. So you, you had no shot in this game. I mean, the second Milwaukee scored four runs in the first inning, the game was essentially over. And then Eric Lauer against his former team was really good. And he had been terrible in two starts this year. And the Padres made him look like, you know, Clayton Kershaw in his prime. 
Um, and another night where the Padres do absolutely nothing with opportunities. They they finally snapped a drought of three days without a hit with men in scoring position by going one for 10. One for 10 in this game. They're the worst hitting team with men in scoring position in the National League. Now under 200, I think at 199. Um, and again, an embarrassment, which again, over 162, you will lose a game like this. It could be in April. It could be in September. Everyone's going to lose a game like this. It just feels like not this exact thing is happening often, but the fact that you're getting no offensive production day in and day out is concerning. And, you know, we could sit here and say, well, what about Tatis? But, I mean, you can't just sit around and wait for Fernando Tatis Jr. You have a better offense in theory right now than you did a year ago. You didn't have Tatis last year, and you didn't have Xander Bogarts last year, and you didn't have Nelson Cruz, and you didn't. You know, getting a little production out of Luis Campisano right now. Trent Grisham's been better than he was a year ago. But, I mean, this is, you know, this is tough to watch. And with all the excitement and expectations on this team, and they can still live up to everything, obviously. We haven't even played 10% of the games. 15 games in, 7 and 8. Nothing's been lost. Absolutely nothing's been lost. But, man, you hope to see, you know, not a lot of these moving forward. Um, You're playing in front of 45,000 people every single night. And you can't score, and you're out of a game after the top of the first inning. I mean, the game was over. What what were the chances the Padres were going to win that game when they fell behind four nothing after one and five nothing after two? I mean, they had no chance because if you've been watching this offense, there's just no chance um, that they're going to win that game. So let me get to the first super of the night. Thank you, Vector Fifty Three. With each super, will come a, a sip of this Boochcraft grapefruit hibiscus. If you want to rant. Um, I'm asking if you're going to contribute with the Super tonight, which is a great way to support this channel on a Friday night. Make sure you're ranting about something, okay? I need This has to be a rant-fueled edition of the wrap-up show. Vector53, longtime viewer, longtime supporter. Thank you, man, for hanging out on this Friday night. Um, he says this team is just awful in every way. No excuses. Good way to start with the Supers with a rant. I think that is a very fair start to um, the rant edition of the Super Chats we're going to get to. Here tonight, um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you on the no excuses. I don't think you can just say, well, Tatis, well, th- this offense should be better than it was last year. Um, I don't think you can say you know, Musgrove. Well, Musgrove's only starting one of every six games a year ago in the first half of the year. Um, I don't think you can just say Robert Suarez. This has nothing to do with Robert Suarez. Um, this is just a bad night. And it's not that it was a bad night to have a bad night. I mean, every night's a bad night to have a bad night. But you, you, for whatever reason, you just can't get anything. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude, let's go! Oh my god, oh, drunk what Jim from Cabo. <laughs> I dude. can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> just <laughs> floor is yours. What the fuck was that tonight? Literally, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Bad. It was. I mean, don't don't rewatch it when you get home. <laughs> don't throw this Friday night game on. What the fuck? That was shit, dude. It's a good. You picked a good weekend to go to Cabo. They've looked. I did. Awful. I did. Horrible last night. Horrible tonight. I'm gonna go drink some more mojitos. Pina coladas. Where? Yes. No, show, no, show us around. So, where are you? This is the this is the resort. Show us around for a minute. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right. 
so Looks we got, beautiful. dude, it's sweet. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> I'm literally going now into the like, uh, oops, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> it looks packed. Dude, it's packed. Oh, there's, there's crazy stuff at the bar area. Michael Jackson <laughs> just played. Uh, but, okay, but Michael Jackson this isn't there. Say hi to fiance girl. Let's see fiance Say hi. girl. We're in Cabo. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> sorry, Aaron. Dude, hopefully she's still okay, fiance bye. girl after tonight. Bye. All right, peace. Have fun, guys. He's out. Just don't end the broadcast. Okay. That was Jim. How about that? How about that? We didn't expect that. That was pretty cool. Nice to get Jim from, literally Jim from Cabo, who, by the way, called into our radio show today. I thought he was checking out off the phone, not checking Twitter, not looking at scores. Yeah, that was a lie. But I get it. You know, when you work in sports, when you love sports, you can't get away from it. All right, let's roll through some of these supers again. If you want to rant, all we ask is that you contribute with the super. If you want to rant, contribute with the super. Tonight has never been a better night to rant than tonight after seeing this. Um, Andrew, thank you for checking in. I, I want to say you're still in Korea, so thank you for checking in. Checking in. Um, he says those uniforms are an abomination. Burn them now. I'm not going to blame the uniform uniforms tonight. Um you know, it's a love-hate relationship, I think, with the City Connect uniforms. I think, by and large, San Diegans do like the uniforms. Uh, when you're down 11 nothing wearing those things, it's not ideal, to be honest. Um, yeah, so I don't know what to say about the uniforms. I mean, is it my favorite uniform in the world? No. Uh, does it scream San Diego to me? No, not necessarily, but I'm not going to blame the uniforms tonight. Um, but, hey, I like the rant, Andrew. Thank you for contributing. Again, the Padres lose tonight to the Brewers, 11-2 at Petco. They've lost three straight, 4-5. They are under 500 at 7-8 and eight overall. Let's get to the next super from our buddy Sergio. Sergio, what's going on? Thank you for contributing and the super chat. He says, uh, will Soto do better moving forward? This is obviously maybe a $400 million-plus question. Juan Soto tonight, after going 0-4 yesterday on his bobblehead night, is 0-3 with a walk tonight. He's hitting 189, and I heard Bob Melvin say earlier today it's it's less about the batting average than you know your ability to get on base and slug. His OPS is 753, which is not an embarrassment, but it's not near his career standard. Uh, his OPS is 100 points higher than Manny Machado's, by the way, if you're wondering. And Machado's hitting 259, so that tells you a little bit about what Soto's able to do even when he doesn't hit. Um, but Soto and Machado haven't played well yet, and. That might be a reason why the Padres are seven and eight and not, you know, better than that. But I mean, I wish I had an answer for that, Sergio. I really do. Um, you know, the season's far from over. I'll say that until I'm blue in the face. The season is far from over, but will he do better moving forward? He's not gonna do worse. He's not gonna hit 189 this year. He's not gonna hit worse than 189 this year. I can promise you that. I think he had 236 last year, and people were utterly shocked by that. 236 in the Padres uniform. So whole hit. Whole hit. Hasn't hit yet, but he will hit, right? Um, we did miss Angry Jim. We did. Um, good to have the first drunk Jim appearance of the season. You're right, Peter. Um, so true, Johnny. That's hilarious that he gets better reception in Cabo than he does in his house. That is hilarious. Um, Brian says at least he's happy. Um, embarrassing. I'm not sure if you're talking about Jim or just the way the Padres played here tonight. Um, oh, that's funny. Padres, not Jim. Jim's great. That's hilarious. Uh, yes, yes. Out of the final 147, the Padres will find a way to win <laughs> one of these games. I promise you that. Um, man, 
Um, yeah, and listen, let's see what happens over the course of the weekend. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. Drunk Jim plus Cabo plus embarrassing loss is how we all got into this chat here tonight. All right, guys, um, subscribe if you're here. There's going to be better nights than tonight, but on a night like tonight, we're going to talk about it. We have just scratched the surface. There are a lot of things to get to, and we want to hear from you. So if you want to get involved, if you want to rant, please click the dollar sign down below. We'll get to all of the super chats here tonight. Dollar sign below the chat box is a way to contribute with the supers, like our buddy JD's third, who says, thank you, JD's third. He says, Bo Mid and AJ Tingler Preller wasting Peter's $300 million. Um, take the deep breath, which is something I'm going to need to do a number of times here tonight. Nothing has been wasted as of yet. I understand the frustration. I really, really, really do. And I'm going to do my best to kind of serve as a crying shoulder tonight for the couple hundred people that are watching live and the couple thousand people that will watch this on replay, I'll try to you know offer my shoulder to cry on. They're seven and eight. It could be a lot worse. The Cardinals and Phillies both have worse records. Nobody has run away with the National League West. This isn't the AL East with Tampa Bay, where you'd be really concerned if you're trying to win a division based on the way they played to start the year. That doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it any better that they've played like this out of the gates. And I mean, you know, there were people including you know myself and Jim talking about this being the most expectations in the history of the franchise, this team having a chance to equal or surpass the 1998 Padres for the most wins in you know in a regular season in franchise history. Um, we've been talking World Series or bust. So the expectations are, are high. And the way they've played through 15 games, they look nothing like a team that's capable of winning a World Series. So that's the bad news. The good news is there's 147 games to play in the regular season. Six teams in the National League are going to make the postseason. I find it hard to imagine there are six teams better than the Padres when it's all said and done. In the National League, they will get Fernando Tatis Jr. and Joe Musgrove back sooner rather than later. I'm presuming they're going to get Robert Suarez back, although that is not a guarantee. And certainly Drew Pomerantz is far from a guarantee as well. But there's some heavy hitters in there, the Musgroves and the Tatises, that hopefully will change the fortune of this franchise at some point hopefully later this month when they return, hopefully in um, in April. <laughs> um, okay, appreciate that. He says, he'll super when John starts his rant. I mean, what? here's the thing. I'll take like um, suggestions for how, what would you like me to rant about? Because you can tell that I'm walking a fine line. I don't want to go crazy, but I'm certainly not going to excuse really anything. Um, I'm certainly not going to call for Bob Melvin's job here tonight. Um, maybe, Brent, it's time for a players-only meeting or some type of meeting after 15 games. Um, it's early, but it's not absurdly early, right? It's not two games. It's 15 games. It's about 10% of your schedule. So, yeah, maybe something like that is coming. Let me get to the super from Alex. Alex, thank you for the super chat. Do appreciate it. Um, Alex says he really wanted to like Chris Matt. I'm the same way. I mean, I think Chris Matt, you know, it's not personal. I think he's very likable. In general, and I thought he had some really good moments for this team in the first half last year, and it's just been it's just been bad. Now you're pitching him in spots that the game decided. It didn't matter if tonight he went two and two third innings of hitless baseball or two and two third innings allowing three runs. It just didn't matter. Padres would have lost the game by five plus runs. You could argue either way. So they're pitching him in really low leverage situations, and he's not coming through in those spots. So clearly he's not going to be pitching in any high leverage situations. I don't know how much longer he is for this roster. You know, I'm with you, Alex. I wish it was better. We've seen from him before 
an ability to really be pretty valuable, but that that's now a long time ago. You're, you're going back 11 months, 10, 11 months. So it's been a while. He's got an ERA over 10. You know, it's again, not the world's biggest sample size, but it's enough to say that he has really struggled and he's part of a bullpen that has not lived up to expectations. Um, and Waka tonight just gave you no chance. So not with, you know, Chris Matt, notwithstanding, there was no chance tonight because Waka was hit hard immediately. Four extra base hits in the first inning. I think it was a career high, 11 hits overall, four and a third innings. He just didn't have it. And that's putting it, putting it, uh, putting it lightly. Back to Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Um, Andrew says Soto isn't worth 500 million. He doesn't play defense or run. Fair. I mean, you could, I talked about it a little bit today on the radio. I mean, if you are a Padres fan that has only seen Juan Soto in a Padres uniform and you've watched him for these 80 games, essentially the, the 50 something at the end of the regular season, the 10 to 15 games in the postseason, the 10 to 15 games this year, add that up, whatever that is, 75, 80 games. If you've only watched Juan Soto in a Padres uniform, that is entirely fair. If you look at his career and his track record, if you just look at the numbers, the sheer volume of what he did in D.C., you would say he still is capable of potentially getting a deal as a free agent. I don't know if it's $500 million, but I think he's capable of getting one of the bigger deals in the history of the sport. Now, did he did he turn down an opportunity to get paid more than he'll end up getting paid when he didn't take that deal with the Nationals? That's possible. I mean, that, that is possible. But the idea that Juan Soto is going to struggle this year and all of a sudden he was going to get $440 million and now he's going to be a $100 million player, no. I mean, he's going to get paid by someone and they're going to base it off what he did in D.C. Now, I guess there's a scenario where he doesn't hit in 2023, he doesn't hit in 2024, and then that could be a little challenging. You know, he'd still only be 26 years of age, and I think there's still someone that would probably be betting on, you know, on the future with Soto. But um, listen, it's fair. I, I'm with you. I think, you know, to pay Juan Soto today $500 million is is overly optimistic um, or would be, you know, really – I mean, that's a, that's a tough putt. Even if you're, I mean, if you're Peter Sather, you're going to offer a contract like that based on what you've seen so far from Juan Soto. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I know that Peter Sadler and AJ Preller had hoped to work on some type of extension this offseason. I, I don't know the status of that. I know Scott Boris is at Petco Park yesterday because Soto won a silver slugger in 2022. But I, this is good. Andrew's point is going to be the sentiment of most Padres fans, is my guess. I don't know if it's all Padres fans, but I think. Most Padres fans are going to be saying what Andrew is saying there in the chat. You agree with Andrew? He's not worth 500. Is he worth 400? Is he worth 300? Is he worth 200? You can put it in the chat. Let me get to our uh, buddy, Matt, who's a member and contributing tonight with the super chat. Thank you, Matt. Really do appreciate you hanging out. All you guys that are here. Thank you. We know it was a tough night for Padres fans. We are here to drink and rant together. Cheers, Matt. Cheers to Everyone here, cheers to the Supers. Keep them coming, and we'll get to them all tonight. He says, uh, it's impressive that Bogarts is dominating at Petco while Soto has been below average. They will both balance out by the end of the season, in my opinion. That, that's my guess, Matt. I'm with you. That's absolutely my guess. Truth is, Juan Soto's career OPS at Petco is not good. Something like 700, which is terrible for a player of his caliber. So he hasn't hit at Petco Park. He just has not hit. At Petco Park, by and large, he hasn't hit as a Padre. He's been better on the road than he's been at home. Do I expect the law of averages to even out over the course of the next 147 games with Juan Soto? I do. Is he still considered by even Las Vegas to be one of the front runners for the National League MVP? He is. 
could that change over the next you know 15 or 30 days if this continues yeah it would i mean if this continues you know 40 games into the season he's not going to be anywhere near a front runner for mvp but I, I still think that it's i still think that we need to see it out more than 15 games is what i would say that's what i would say um okay let's continue on here in the chat and again if you want to make sure you get your comment if you want to rant if you want to contribute click the dollar sign below the chat box we'll get to everything here tonight Padres embarrassed tonight at home by the brewers 11-2 the brewers pound out 15 hits and 11 runs on their way to this convincing win they led this game at 1.7 nothing they led this game 10-1 11-1 and they win it 11-2 um tom thank you for the super chat he says when do we start panicking lol um, so I know you're obviously kidding, at least to some extent, it's not panic time. And I don't think it would be panic time at 30 and 30 because 30 and 30, you'd probably be about a game out of a playoff spot, two games. You'd probably be chasing a team that's 32 and 28, 31 and 29 for the last playoff spot. And, you know, over the course of 162, you're looking for one run. I talked about this, um, last night, you're looking for one month, one, three week stretch, you know, you go 20 and 10. In a month, and all of a sudden, you go from 500 to 10 over. You go 15 and four in a 19 game stretch. This team's fully capable of that at some point, are they not? Once they have Joe Musgrove and you Darvish pitching to their abilities, Blake Snell hopefully pitching better than this. Um, I think they're capable. There's going to, and by the way, the schedule hasn't been exactly kind to the Padres to start the year. So at some point, it'll ease up a little bit. And at some point, hopefully, they'll get Joe Musgrove and Fernando Tatis Jr. back. And at some point, hopefully, Juan Soto looks like Juan Soto of the Nationals and Manny Machado looks like a player that finished second in the National League MVP race last year, and, and so on and so forth. So you, you're not asking for them to win two out of every three games from here on out. You're asking for them to go on a run at some point, and that's why I'm not panicking. I'm also looking at the division. I'm looking at the National League, and I'm not seeing anything that's incredibly scary right now. Um, but is it disappointing? Yeah. Are they playing well? No. Hell no. They're not playing well at all. I mean, they're playing really bad baseball, um, and they're 7-8 and eight overall. And truthfully, the way they've played – you could argue they should be worse than this uh, based on the way they've played in these 15 games. Um, all right. As you guys make your way in, uh, here's what I want to do. And by the way, it's very hard for me to keep up with the chat and do the show at the same time. So if you want to make sure I get to your comment or even see it, because I'm scrolling quickly like I'm on Twitter, um, make sure to contribute with the Super Chat. I will get to all of the Supers here tonight. While we have a moment, I do want to make sure to thank our title sponsor, our buddy Mark Nimitz, if you're here tonight and if you have an insurance need, I ask that you consider Mark Nimitz the next time you have a renewal or you're looking for a new insurance policy. Please get in contact with Mark Nimitz, who's been so good to this channel. I don't know if we can do this day in and day out without the support of our partners and someone like Mark Nimitz. I, I just don't. So please support our partners. It's the way Jim and I are able to do this night in and night out. So if you like the content, please support our partners. Mark Nimitz is a great insurance agent. I've got my homeowner's earthquake and a life insurance policy through Mark. So take it from me. Great insurance agent. Amazing service and communication. A link to his website is available on YouTube by clicking the description down below. You'll get to his website. You can see his website on screen right here. You can get a quote online. Auto, home, renters, life, earthquake, homeowners, condo, renters, more. Whatever you need, Mark's there for you. San Diegan. That is a lifelong Padres fan that has been texting me all night long about how dis disappointed he was in the way the Padres played here tonight. So Mark is one of the really good guys. And if you want to save money, he can save you $750 or more on your insurance just by switching. So the next time you have a renewal, don't just click renew. 
Call Mark, and he'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll talk to you about your insurance. You'll support his local business. You'll support this local channel. So please get in contact with Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance the next time you have an insurance need. And thank you, Mark, for your support of this channel since literally day one, since the day we got this channel off the ground. Mark Nimitz has been with us. A number of you have been with us as well since day one. So thank you guys for your loyalty and your support of this channel and our partners as well. All right. So let me see here as we continue on here on the wrap-up show Padres losing to the Brewers tonight 11-2. You know, where does it start? It's a little bit of a chicken and egg thing. Is it the pitching where you've had a shaky rotation at times? Snell, obviously, Waka tonight. Is it the bullpen, which has been shaky at times as well? Is it the offense, which has been completely inconsistent and really underperforming? By and large, the first 15 games, is it the fact that other teams have taken advantage of the Padres in the run game? Um, you know, it's a myriad of things. And there was another stolen base tonight, wasn't there? There was. There was one early in this game. I want to say the Padres have allowed 20 steals in 15 games, and they've caught one uh, would-be base stealer all season. So they're one for 21 in caught stealing attempts, a percentage that's less than 5% on the year, about as horrific as you could possibly be. In the major league. So there's a myriad of things going on, but the chicken egg is at the pitching, is at the hitting. Um, I think at some point we're going to have to put it on the offense. Yeah, you're not going to win this game even with good offense because of Michael Waka. Okay, that's going to happen. That's fine. But I mean, night in and night out to be this consistently inept, especially in clutch situations, is almost hard. It's almost like you, it's almost like remarkable that they've been this consistently bad with men in scoring position this early. They should not be pressing. It's April. There should be no reason to press. And they're hitting 199 or 198 as a team with men in scoring position and consistently not coming through when provided with opportunities, no matter if it's the top of the lineup or the bottom of the lineup or the middle of the lineup. It's just not happening for whatever reason. And by the way, you've got the worst production in baseball out of your right field this year. Congratulations. Good thing Fernando Tatis Jr. is coming back, and hopefully it doesn't take a long time for him to get up to speed in the big leagues and improve on what they're getting right now in right field, because what they've gotten is absolutely nothing. Azokar, a couple of hits, but a low OPS. They're going to be singles. You're going to need real slug out of the corners. Soto has to slug. Tatis has to slug. Machado has to slug. Cronenworth has to slug. They have no slug out of any of the corners. Think about that. None. Zip, zero, zilch. Soto, none. Machado, none. Tatis, none. Not his fault. He's not here. Kind of his fault. The PEDs. Cronenworth, first day off, none. Hitting under 200. That's a problem. And that's why I keep saying it's kind of impressive that they're 7-8. and eight. Very easy to envision this team 6-9, and 5-10 right now. Really is. Stole a game with the back-to-back home runs in the first home stand. Out of 8-9 and nine in your lineup, what are the odds of that? 1-100, 1-1,000. Um, they've given some games away. They've blown some leads with the bullpen, which hasn't been good, but felt like that was kind of self-inflicted. Uh, that they blew those leads, but seven and eight, you could argue they're they're fortunate to be seven and eight, and they could easily be six and nine, or five and ten right now. Let me get to our buddy Enzo three one six with this super chat. Thank you guys for hanging out on this Friday night. Really do appreciate it. Great place to get stuff off your chest, just vent, rant, interact with Padres fans. If you want to contribute and support this channel and the work we do, just click the dollar sign below the chat box, like our buddy Enzo, who says two hundred fifty one million dollar payroll and we can't hit and pitch. Good way to summarize it. <laughs> Let me take a sip because that's a good way to summarize it. Uh, 
the, the interesting thing about this roster, as opposed to, let's say, a roster from a year ago or even 2021, is I wouldn't call it a top-heavy roster because I think the core is is pretty significant, right? It's, it's not a four-player core. I don't think it's a six-player core. I think it's more like a 12-player core. When you just rattle off some of the names, Bogarts, Machado, Soto, Tatis, Cronenworth, okay, offensively, you add in real depth. Cruz Carpenter is way better than anything you had platooning or off your bench a year ago. You know, Musgrove, Darvish, Snell, whatever you think is Snell, and I'm with you, is part of a core for at least 2023. Suarez not here, okay, hater. You know, you you got nine, ten pieces. And now, I get it, baseball, you need 26, and then over the course of the year, you're rotating in many more bodies than just 26. But it's not like a four-player core, and you're like, you know, it's just um, a mirage where you're top-heavy and everything else doesn't work, and it's hard to win you know, over 162 with a team that's not deep. But I don't think they're, I, you know, I, I think they have a level of depth that they haven't necessarily had over the last couple of years. Maybe not everywhere. Maybe not a catcher. Maybe not in right field right now. Maybe not in their bullpen right now. But it's not, you know, you wouldn't think it would be a paper tiger with just a, you know, decent looking roster on paper that is not capable of performing on field. I, I didn't think that was going to be the case. But to this point, it's it's been a little bit of the case. So, yeah, it is a lot of money, Enzo. There's two sides to this coin. Bad news is these 15 games. Good news is what's possible in the last 147. And there's no guarantees, by the way, that the next 147 are going to be the best 147 games in the history of the franchise. They may struggle for a longer period of time. I mean, this may go on for a period of time. I mean, worst case scenario, they don't figure it out. I, I don't envision it. I think the reason that there's hundreds of people here tonight is because you don't envision it either. You're just frustrated and you're disappointed and you're wondering what the hell is happening and when is this going to get turned around. Uh, if we're having this conversation in the middle of June, it's going to be a big problem. Let's see if we are or not. We might not be having this conversation in 10 days. Hopefully we're not, but you know, there's no guarantees at this point based on the way the team is playing. So thank you, Enzo. Look at to Alex. Thank you, Alex. Um, for your super chat, he says, Grish, Bogarts, and Campy are the bright side so far. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, Campisano, you know, meaningless home run in this game, but you'll take it. You'll absolutely take it because you've got no production out of catcher this year other than Campisano, who's hit the ball a lot harder this year um, than what we saw in the limited sample size of his career previously, what we've seen from Austin Nola, obviously, this year. Grisham, no doubt has shown some power, has an 833 OPS, really encouraging, I would say. And then Bogarts has carried the load, 1,005 OPS still. It's coming down. He's hitting 333, though. He's just been a consistent professional hitter for the better part of his entire career. He's a champion. He knows what it takes to win. He's got multiple rings. Um, so I like what I've seen from Bogarts. I think Bogarts is going to be instrumental over the course of the adversity that this team is going to face. And by the way, the adversity is about to go up when Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, makes his way onto this big league roster when all the media members, and I'm not talking local media, I'm talking national media, will be following this team. All the attention will be following this team. They will get the vitriol on the road beginning next Thursday night in Arizona, through Chicago, through Mexico City. We'll see about Mexico City. Um, and we'll see how the Padres deal with what's about to come here over the course of you know this 2023 season with Fernando Tatis Jr. having to play games on the road. And you can only imagine what, that, what that's going to be like for himself and his teammates. And can they overcome that? Can they use that to their advantage? Can that fuel their fire? We're going to find out, hopefully sooner rather than, uh, than later. 
All right, let's see here what is going on. And thank you again, Alex, for the super chat. Um, you know, the, the part for me, and I'll get to this uh, super from JT Snod in one moment, the part for me that heading into the series, and you knew it wasn't just easy, but you're like, um, you know, you're missing the top two starters. You know, Woodruff and Burns aren't pitching in the series. You're like, geez, you know, that's at least a chance to split a series. That doesn't happen often. I mean, that, you got a four-game series. You're not seeing either of the top two starters. You got lucky. You got flat-out lucky. One guy's on the IL. The other guy's the one guy not starting in the four-game series. That's called flat-out lucky. Yet, you've dropped the first two games of the series. You're a game away from losing the series, and you, you got work to do this weekend. Because if you don't get it done this weekend, then the Braves are here. Yeah, I know you took three out of four from the Braves, but Braves are fully capable of doing the same thing to you. So, you know, you, you want to avoid a one-and-six homestand. I mean, that would be an abject failure. And then you go to the road for a really long trip through three cities, Arizona, Diamondbacks are good, Cubs, who the hell knows. Um, and then the Giants in Mexico City, also kind of a who the hell knows series, two games in Mexico City. You have really no idea what to expect. Um, JT Snot, thank you for your support of this channel. He says, way too many pop-outs. We need a better approach. Let me have another sip, by the way. Cheers, guys, if you're here. Thanks for hanging out. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's good. Good kombucha. Needing it here tonight. Glad I picked it up. Um, the approach. I feel like they're pressing already, which I feel like I always say about the Padres. It feels like they always press when they trail, especially at home in front of these large crowds. Um, the approach itself is hard for me to really dissect or react to at this point because I don't even know what the approach is, <laughs> you know, to be honest with you. I mean, Soto, it seems like he's so set on trying to see pitches and draw walks. Um, Machado, for whatever reason, just hasn't hit for power so far. Bogarts has been great. Um, you know, Cruz has had some really good moments. Kim started well, has struggled here recently. I think Campisano's had good moments. Dixon shouldn't be here and won't, I wouldn't think, when Tatis returns. Grisham has been better. And, you know, the Azokar, the right field thing has been bad. But, you know, you knew it was only going to be 20 games. I think they thought it would be better than it's been. But hopefully that's only 20 games and then that's addressed. So I don't know if it's like a team approach or individually. Um, but the the approach with men in scoring position, like here, here's the approach. Put bat on ball put the ball in play, and for whatever reason, they're not moving runners, they're not getting runners in. 
hard to win when you're one for 10, 0 for 7 consistently with men in scoring position. You're asking for starting pitching to go six plus innings, allow, you know, two or fewer runs or one or fewer runs, your bullpen to be near perfect. And that's, it's not happening. You know, it's just not happening right now. And, um, it got to, you're going to have to find a way to hit with men in scoring position sooner rather than later. No matter who's on this roster, they're going to have to hit in the clutch. And that's just something they have not done this year. No, and I'm with you here. Um, no, th- th- tonight's on Bob Melvin. Give me a break. I mean, what could Bob Melvin have done to save this game? You could have yanked Michael Waka two thirds of an inning into this game. Would have been stupid. You could burn your, through your bullpen. Still would have lost. Uh, there was there was no path to a win tonight based on the performance of their starting pitcher, because the the odds of winning a game when you trail for nothing. Like if we saw a chart of the last decade of teams to trail by four or more runs in the first inning, what percent of the time they win, it would be in the 1.5% range, 2.5%. So you got a 98 and a hundred chance of losing off the bat. So why go chase something that you have a 2% chance of accomplishing is the way I would look at it. I'm burning through Waka once I'm down by four or five runs. There's no, there's no real choice in that spot other than to do that. And you got to live to see another day. And you don't want this loss to cost you two games. If you burn through your bullpen and go eight and a third innings with your bullpen today, and then you put yourself, you know, in a tougher spot tomorrow with your bullpen, then, you know, you haven't done yourself any service, I wouldn't think. Um, so I'm I'm fine with them leaving Waka out there to, you know, eat it, wear it, whatever you want to say. I'm fine with them leaving Chris Matt out there. And they didn't burn the quote-unquote A team of their bullpen. And hopefully they're in a position to win tomorrow and they can use – Guys like Garcia or Hill or Wilson or Hader or some combination of those players to get what would be a much needed win. They need to find a way to win tomorrow to avoid a four game losing streak. Um, you know, and at some point it's going to get concerning. You know, three becomes four, four becomes five, and that's not good. Um, let me see here. So, you know, this whole Soto injury thing is fair, potentially. Some would say it's an excuse. Others would say it's fair. You know, he was hitting the ball well in spring training, whatever that even means. Doesn't guarantee any success, obviously, in the regular season. Hit the ball well in the WBC, whatever it means. Then had about 10 days off. I want to say from March 20th to March 30th because of the oblique where he wasn't in a spring training game. And did that put him behind the eight ball? Is he not 100% healthy? I mean, he's hit for a little bit of power here. Um, you know, I don't think it's about his health. I think it's more about his, you know, circumstance that he's in. Uh, you know, I, I, he's got to work himself out of some level of funk. And I don't know what the exact funk is. I'm not a hitting coach. But clearly, he's at times going up there hoping to, you know, draw a free pass. Um, other times, he's rolling over, obviously. Um you know, he's not hitting the ball to all fields much. And it's just, you know, has been underwhelming is the best way to put it. It's been underwhelming for the first couple of weeks for for Juan Soto. It really has. It really has. Um, and, yeah, no, it's not worth $500 million right now. It's not. And if he's and if he's not healthy, then he shouldn't be out there. But then again, they kind of need him to be out there. And and you watch these games, and I saw him hit a 453 foot home run. You can hit a 453 foot home run with a a 
torn oblique <laughs> or an oblique strain? I can't. So I don't know how how hurt is he if he's playing in the field every single day and he just hit a 453-foot home run two days ago. You know, I, I think that's probably an excuse, to be honest, to use his health. You know, I, I think if he was asked or to a man, he'd say, I, I just haven't performed. And that's on me. That's not on my oblique. It's on me. Um, that's how I see it right now. That's how I see it. All right, while we have a second, I do want to remind our viewers about our longtime partner here on the wrap-up show. We're going to get to the Super Chats. This other one that just rolled in from Gaucho JD. Thank you. If you want to rant tonight, if you want to let it out, if you want to support what we do, click the dollar sign below the chat box. I promise you we will get to all of the Super Chats here tonight, and it's a great way to support the work we're doing here on the wrap-up show as well. So we truly do appreciate it. Brent says that Soto needs some aura and... On cue, here's Aura, ORA.organic, plant-based nutritional products, all for you. With a San Diego-based company, their co-founder, Will, is such a great guy. We've seen him in San Diego a couple of times. I think he might be in Mexico City next week as well. It's a great company. Uh, offices in Liberty Station, huge supporters of San Diego and the Padres in the wrap-up show as well. They have probiotics, which I love. Their probiotics are uh, terrific for the digestion, all the benefits, all the health benefits of a probiotic. You'll get it through Aura. Pre-workout supplements, proteins for after-workouts, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take the omega-3 oil from Aura. They have sleep pills and immunity pills. An amazing company. And here's the thing. Everyone's looking to get healthier. Their products are affordable. You can get to their website by clicking the description down below on YouTube or by just going to ORA.organic. You can shop while you watch or listen to the wrap-up show, ORA.organic, something for everyone, yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends. And if you support this channel, like we said with Mark Nimitz, if you want to support this channel and make sure we're able to provide this content as often as we do, please support our partners, Mark Nimitz, Aura, Underdog Fantasy as well. And thank you again, Aura, for your support of the channel and of the wrap-up show. All right, John Schaefer with you. Make sure to subscribe if you're a Padres fan. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. And thank you for the supers. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box, like our buddy Gaucho JD, who says, uh, OT, does it feel odd that the Padres' first games against the Dodgers in 2023 come in May? They're struggling as much as the Padres are. They have struggled. There's no question about it. They have not gotten off to a good start, although that's happened before with the Dodgers in recent history and does not guarantee that they're not going to go on some epic run at some point, but they are seven and seven. So just a half game better than the Padres losing again here tonight. I think in pretty bad fashion, if I recall, you just looking at social media. Um, so yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Nobody's running away with this division. I mean, literally no one um, you're a game and a half behind the Arizona diamondbacks a game and a half can be made up in Arizona. Um, you know, when they go there next weekend, uh, it could be made up in two days. So nothing has – nobody's run away from anything. Nobody's won anything. Arizona's a game better than L.A. L.A.'s a half game better than San Diego. San Diego's a game better than San Francisco. And San Francisco's a half game better than the Rockies. That's where you are. Um, you know, no team in the National League is better than 10-4. and four. You know, again, you're not chasing the Rays, who finally lost, but are 13-1. and one. So it's fine. I mean, it's not ideal. I prefer them to be playing, you know – a lot better, but nothing has been lost, obviously, at seven and eight overall. Absolutely nothing at all. All right, let's see what else here, guys. Yeah, Rowdy Telez, you know, I mean, you look at this box score and it's just stupid. Um, 
let me pull it up. So, for example, for the Brewers tonight, you've got, you know, Luke Voigt, who had three hits in this game. Of course he did. You have Christian Yelich homering. That's how you know it's going to be a bad night. Rowdy Telez hits two home runs. That's how you know it's going to be a bad night. You got doubles everywhere. Willie Adamas, Yelich, Brian Anderson had multiple, right? I mean, this, this was just, it's just bad. I mean, extra base hit after extra base hit. Um, five hits with men in scoring position. This could have been worse. They were five for 15 with men in scoring position. If they were, you know, seven for 15, eight for 15, which obviously can happen over the course of one game. I mean, you could have lost this game by 12, 13 runs. Absolutely. Here tonight. And it still was ugly from the from the beginning in an 11-2 loss. All right, let's continue on here tonight in the chat. Thank you, Ben, for hanging out. Longtime viewer, supporter of the channel, Ben Varela. Thank you, Ben. Great to have you with us here tonight. He says, slumps and suspect pitching happen. Avoidable mental mistakes must stop. Base running snafus, sloppy defense with poor on-field communication. Unacceptable. I think that's a really good super chat, Ben. I'm glad you mentioned some of those things. You're right. There will be bad games. There will be games where your starting pitcher just does not have it, and you've dug too big of a hole, and you're facing good starting pitching, and you just have no shot of winning that game. Slumps with individual players, even the entire offense, you're right. That can happen. But you know, defensively, this team hasn't been very good. Uh, they've been terrible against the opposing run game and they just don't look very, I don't even know what the right word would be. Like they don't look overly motivated to start the year. Like they're in a bit of a haze or a malaise. Um, I've said that a little bit here to start the year and I really do feel it because I'm just not seeing what I was hoping to see. And sometimes it's hard to see it when you lose 11 2 like people want to say, Oh, they just don't have any fight. Well, you I mean, you're down five, nothing. What do you, what do you want them to do? <laughs> but you know, you're facing very average starting pitching at best Colin Ray and Eric Lauer, and they're shoving back to back nights. So, I mean, you're facing at best average big league pitching, truthfully below average big league pitching combined the last two days, Colin Ray career, you know, yo-yo guy. And then Eric Lauer who had struggled in his first two starts to start the year and had pitched, decently well last year but not you know not to the extent that he pitched here tonight going six innings allowing just one run so you're making not great pitching look good and that is not a good sign of an offense um it's one thing again if you're running into the best pitching in baseball and you're not having success it's another thing when you can't hit colin ray or eric lauer you know that's how i look at it um let's see here Nervous to go Tuesday because of the way the Padres are playing. I mean, they just don't play well at home. I mean, it seems like that. I mean, I know they had a winning record at home last year. I'm assuming they had a winning record at home in 2021. But there's a lot of nights like this where you're playing in front of large crowds and you're not even in the game, you know, just nothing going, it seems like. Um, what else here? What else here, guys? Yeah, please hit the like button. Thank you, Irie Fan Geek. Make sure to hit the like button. Make sure to subscribe if you are here as well. We're here for you guys, so please do that. Do really appreciate it. doesn't cost you a penny. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. Really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not really prepared to get into the Machado conversation right now. I, you know, I, I think he's been able to hit a little bit. I think his defense has been good. He he hasn't hit for power. Um, 
is it overly concerning? No, because it's 15 games. I, you know, I, I think he's never going to be a 50 home run guy, but you know, he should kind of fall into that 28 to 34 range over the course of a year. He's still obviously capable of doing that, even though he's only hit one. Um, but yeah, he, he hasn't hit for power, whether it's home runs, doubles, I think it's four extra base hits in 15 games. Um, so really, you know, he really has not hit for any power. Soto has hit for a little bit of power, but hasn't, hasn't hit for average. Bogarts has done a little bit of everything. Now, does it entirely look different when Tatis comes back? Um, I, I don't know. You know, I really don't. I really don't. You know, I don't think it looks entirely different day one when Tatis comes back. I think there's a chance that it looks different once he gets going. I mean, you add the thing is when you when you deepen or strengthen or lengthen out a lineup, one more batter, that's significant. I mean, it's 11% of your lineup. So when you take out the the worst, right, in the chain and you replace it with the best, that's a pretty significant upgrade, right? I mean, that could be like what we talk about like in football. Like it's a 14-point swing. Not only did the other team not score, you scored on like a pick six. So, you know, you get rid of, you know, Brandon Dixon, with all due respect, or a Jose Azokar in, in like an everyday lineup type situation. And then you replace them with a Fernando Tatis Jr. That that could be the difference. That could be the thing that that gets the engine turning over. Um, but there's no guarantee of that because we don't know if Tatis today comes up, has an eight RBI game like he did in El Paso, or goes, you know, two for his first 21 and struggles and doesn't come through in meaningful spots. Now I think eventually you'd like to believe that Tatis is really going to be beneficial for the lineup. But do we know that that's going to happen the first day he plays in Arizona? The thing is, it's hard to bet against. Um, Tatis, you know, he's done it a lot in some crazy circumstances before coming off injuries before now coming off a year and a half, two years out. Um, I'm going to be fascinated to watch it and I hope he, he proves people wrong and I hope he hits the ground running. I really do. Uh, Pedro, what's going on, my man? He says, look at the charts, John. Once these guys get paid, the majority of them don't live up to the contracts, expectations. Well, with a pretty huge exception, like Manny Machado, who finished second last year in the National League's MVP voting, who is the sole reason why this franchise is kind of viewed the way it is right now, which is legitimate and credible. Um, I think he's been worth every single penny that they have paid him to this point. Um, Tatis obviously hasn't because he's been hurt and he had the suspension. Um, but, you know, Bogarts, you know, you're two weeks into 11 years, but, you know, Bogarts has performed. Musgrove's been hurt. So yeah, I don't know how fair that is. I get it. There's some of those $300 million deals are tough to live up to if you're not winning at a very high level and producing at a really high clip individually. But I don't think that has anything to do with the Padres right now. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the fact that these guys have gotten fat and happy. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that. I really don't. Um, I think it's a number of things. I can't put, if I could put my finger on it, then Bob Melvin could put his finger on it. Right. And I can't fully put my finger on it right now, um, other than to say that they got to get better and they need to do it hopefully sooner rather than later. Let's see, guys. And there's always this. There is always this. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice handle. Um, yeah, the expectations, the crowds. I mean, you know, San Diego's over the moon about the Padres, as they should be. Look at what happened last year. You beat the Dodgers. You get to the NLCS. You have home field advantage. You're thinking in that moment you can get to a World Series or win one. I mean, San Diego's over the moon about the Padres. This is, 
you know, you know, obviously the Aztecs basketball run was unbelievable, but that's now over. And you got this spring and summer months are solely dedicated to the Padres. Chargers are out the door, right? When previous years, when calendar would flip to June and everyone was talking about the Chargers, nobody does that anymore. Um, Padres are fully committed to winning. Look at Peter Seidler. Padres fans are fully committed to the organization. Just look at Petco Park. And you're right. Expectations create pressure. Really good teams live up to that um, and equal the moment, right? Come through in those moments. And hopefully that's the case. You know, hopefully that's the case um, as we get going this season is what I would say. All right. While we have a moment, guys, I do want to remind you, I do want to remind you that we've got a brand new partner here on the wrap-up show. And again, if you support this channel and want to make sure that we're able to do what we do day in and day out, we would really appreciate it if you clicked on the link that is pinned at the top of the chat for underdogfantasy.com. Just click on that link right now. All you need to do is sign up and you get a 100% deposit match up to $100 if you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Again, the link is pinned in the chat. This is the best fantasy site on the internet. You can play daily pick'em contests. You can do daily draft contesting as well. Major League Baseball and every sport. NBA playoffs, NFL when it comes back, every sport. But Major League daily fantasy contests are going on right now. Pick'ems by picking higher and lower, you know, higher and lower, are going on right now. Chance to win 20 times your money in the pick'ems. A chance to draft as well and compete in fantasy contests every single day. And here's the thing, after the draft, you don't have to worry about anything. There's no waiver wire. There are no trades. Underdog Fantasy takes care of it all. So click the link pinned to the top of the chat. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. If you deposit $10, you get a free $10. Deposit $20, free $20, so on and so forth, all the way up to $100. Again, if you're a supporter of this channel, please make sure to support our partners as well, including Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't played, if you haven't made your first deposit, we encourage you to do it right now. Click the link pinned at the top of the chat. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get, again, that 100% deposit match up to $100. All right. So, you know, Mama said there'd be days like this. She just didn't say there'd be this many, I guess is the best way to put it. And uh, the Padres have had a really bad week. They've lost four or five. They've lost three straight. They cannot hit. The pitching hasn't been overly good either. Blake Snell has struggled. Um, <laughs> hold on. Jim just texted me. Um, and I'm going to ask for his permission to say what he just texted me on the wrap-up show. Let's see. All right, so Jim, who's drunk in Cabo, just texted me and said, Swingers just tried to pick up me and Aaron. And I said, can I say that on the wrap-up show? He said, yes. I said, what'd you guys say? Um, I'm guessing they turned down the overture. So Jim and fiance girl. <laughs> he said, WTF, you think we said? <laughs> and they said, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, there's nobody like Jim. There's nobody like Jim. Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, anything else, guys? Well, we have maybe a handful of more minutes. If there's something you want to get in, get your super in right now. If there's something we have not been discussing, 
if you want to make sure I hit on a topic, if you want to argue with something that I've been saying, get a super in right now. Click the dollar sign below the chat box, and we can go back and forth on anything you want to talk about right now. Padres lose 11-2. They are under 500. They have lost three straight. They continue a series on Saturday and Sunday afternoons. A Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, and then Atlanta will be here, and then to the road, and Fernando Tatis Jr., which is basically opening day number two, which will be a week from yesterday. A week from yesterday. All right, let me get to this from Matt. Thank you, Matt. And again, if you want, want to make sure I get to something tonight, still have some time here. Get your super in right now. We can go back and forth on whatever you want to talk about. If there's something you want to rant about, if there's something you disagree with, if there's something you want more information on, if there's something you want my opinion on, get your super in right now, and we will get to that. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Matt, this is very kind, and you didn't have to do that. Very kind. He says, thanks for doing these solo shows while Jim is swinging. <laughs> we appreciate it a lot. Yeah, you know, listen, Jim's got big things going on. You know, he's in Cabo. He's getting picked up by swingers. Um, so I got to pick up the slack while he is picking up swingers. So thank you, Matt. Seriously, you know how much we enjoy doing this. Seriously, uh, day in and day out. We wouldn't do it if we didn't enjoy doing it. It's obviously a, a pretty significant labor, uh, but we love doing it. We love doing it for Padres fans. We love the interaction. Uh, we truly do. Um, typically only take one day off a week. That'll be Saturdays, but we will be back, of course, Sunday night as well to wrap up this four-game series against the Brewers, and then we'll get you ready for Atlanta next weekend as well. But thank you, Matt. Really do appreciate it. All of you guys that are here, thank you for hanging out. Um, it's a great community of Padres fans on good days and bad days and every day in between. And we do it for you guys, whether you're here live or on replay. That's who we do it for. Um, yeah, I'm with you, Brent. I, I do too. I mean, I want to see this team bounce back. I want to see this team show some fight. I want to see this team get up off the mat, get off, you know, get up against the ropes or get off the ropes, whatever the cliche would be. I just want to see more than what I've seen. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see if that happens or not. Let's take a look at the pitching matchup tomorrow, which will be game three of the series. And will be, let's see, Seth Lugo starting for the Padres tomorrow night. And who's starting for Milwaukee? It's going to be Freddie Peralta, who has been unbelievable. 12 innings, one earned run, 0.75 ERA. So Freddie Peralta will make the start opposite Seth Lugo. Lugo is going to have to be good, and this offense going to going to have to figure something out against a pitcher that's been very good to start the year. All right, let me get to another super here. Again, if you want to make sure I get to something tonight, get your super in right now. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. If you're here on replay, thank you for your support. You can click the super thanks button. It's a great way to show your support of this channel. Uh, Patman0074 says, I think this team lacks leadership. Joe is the true captain of this team, and they lack energy. When Joe and Tatis gets back, this team will be great. You know, I think that's an opinion that's shared by a number of Padres fans. I think to a, a decent degree, if not a large degree, I completely agree with you. Um, not having Joe Musgrove is a void, and that's not just on the field. Not having Fernando Tatis Jr., specifically on the field, is a huge void. So will that turn the entire thing over, push the domino over, and then all of a sudden you're rolling? It's possible. It's not guaranteed. But I, I agree with the assessment. I agree with the idea that you need Joe Musgrove. He's become a captain. He's been an ace, and you don't have him. And I think you need him from a leadership standpoint. I think you need him in the clubhouse, and I think you need him on field. And then I just think you need Tatis in that lineup, and you need production from him because I just think it's going to make everyone around him better. So I think it's a really good point, Pat. Um, 
And hopefully that's all they need. And the good thing is with Tatis and Musgrove is you're not talking about guys coming back in June or July. This isn't a trade deadline pickup. Hopefully it's April, April pickups. Musgrove, hopefully within the next I don't know, seven to ten, maybe at longest, you know, 12, 13 days. And and Tatis much shorter than that. You know, you're five games away from the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. So, you know, you can kind of smell that. It'll be um, you know, sooner rather than later for him. So thank you, Batman. Do appreciate it. Nick, good to have you back in the chat. Saw your interaction earlier today on social media. Thank you for your support. Thank you for hanging out with us yesterday and contributing as well. Um, let's see. He says, Padres putting up 32 for my 32nd tomorrow book. It. Can you imagine that against Freddie Peralta? 32. That would be a franchise record for a run scored. If they can put up 32 combined in the next two games, they'll be 2-0 in those two games. Shoot, if they score 32 in the next three, they'll likely be 3-0. So that would be nice. An offensive outpouring of support for nick who is celebrating his 32nd tomorrow nick happy early birthday uh enjoy that hopefully you'll get a padres victory as well to go with your 32nd and yeah if they can score 32 runs at um to conclude this series or over the next three games let's say you know 9 10 and 13 8 9 and 15 then they'll probably go 3 so it'd be nice to see this, these bats get going uh, at some point before they head back to the road, which will be next Thursday. Uh, Albert, thank you for saying that. Um, thank you guys for um, for hanging out. I, uh, I appreciate you guys being here and allowing me to do what we love to do. And uh, just a couple more comments that I'm just scrolling through. I'm with you, Rich. You know, I, I hope that's the case. You know, I hope... You might need Lugo to shove tomorrow with Peralta going for Milwaukee. Milwaukee's 10 and 4. I mean, Milwaukee's gotten off to a good start. They, they might not be as good as the Padres at the end of the year, but what they are right now is as good as the Padres, if not better. So you got to play as you got to play to their level over the course of the weekend, or you're in a, you know, in danger of losing the series or, you know, even potentially getting swept in a four-game series, which would be just a disaster. So, you know, hopefully Lugo is up for the challenge. And hopefully the Padres bats realize that. You know, you, you got to get this thing going at some point. You've lost four or five, three straight. You've been lifeless on offense for too long here. And hopefully tomorrow is the day that they get something something going. Um, what's going on, Big Island Bum? Thanks for hanging out. This has been the sentiment in here tonight. It really has. All right, guys. Um, as we always say, please subscribe. Smash the like button. Follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. Thank you for the super chats. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks. We do appreciate that. Thank you for your support of our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have insurance needs, Mark is your guy. Click the link down below on YouTube in the description to get to Mark. The next time you have a renewal, get in contact with Mark. Thank you for your support of Aura, ORA.organic. There's a link down below if you're looking to get healthier. They have plant-based nutrition products. And please click the link that is pinned at the top of the chat, underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and you will get you will get your first deposit matched up to $100 by using promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. All right, guys. Um, hopefully a better weekend for the Padres than the first two games of this series. We'll be back Sunday night wrapping up this series and looking ahead to the Brave series that kicks off Monday night at Petco Park. For Swinging Jim in Cabo, I'm John. This has been the Wrap-Up Show. Have a good weekend, everybody. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.